Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of our trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's. Looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Pass Archibald Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Un- Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C O. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Wednesday, jam-packed edition of our show brought to you daily by Digitex. By release, your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. First half hour today, a recap of what ultimately was a disappointing end result, a six-foot, six-four loss last night in Winnipeg that perhaps reinforced some of the challenges that the Edmonton Oilers are having right now. It is a Wednesday. That means that we will be joined 
by Brian Lawton at 12.35 from the NHL Network, the former top agent with Octagon, later a general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And his appearance is brought to you Wednesday by Mattress Superstore. Also today for the Culta Hockey, David Staples. And at 1.35 today, our NHL insider is John Shannon for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling. Got lots to get to. We will tell you this. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors renovating. Come see what's on sale now at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. And you can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. Same number, 780-496-0063. The River Cree has multiple dream catcher spa and stay packages available for your booking now call 1-844-425-2733 or visit rivercreeresort.com backslash stay again you can tweet us at any time reach us at orders now we're also available bob underscore stoffer that would be me big part of the show is brendan escott Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Let's get right to it. Top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Paint no overtime rates on their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. The Edmonton Oilers up 3-1 in the third. Could not close the deal as we go to the Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct workwear supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com to Camoon, the play-by-play voice on the uh, regional television nights with his call of last night's Oilers 6-4 loss in the peg. The Oilers will try to make it two in a row as they take on the Winnipeg Jets. Good evening, Cam Moon, along with Bob Stoffer. Here comes Dreisaitl down the right wing, in over the jet line, shoots, scores! Dreisaitl down the right wing, fires it right through Hellebuck, and it's one nothing Edmonton. Back to the blue line, Pionk to Ehlers, walks out, shoots it, saved by Koskinen, stop that two, rebound, scores! And this game is tied at one. And the puck gets sent back to the blue line. It's Larson in the middle. Shoots. Scores! Adam Larson let it go. There was traffic in front of the net. Right wing to McDavid across to Nugent Hopkins. Scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins off the left side. Put it right off the bar and in. It's a power play goal. Nurse to McDavid. Through the seam to Nugent Hopkins, and he just unloaded the bomb, and that's the kill shot for Ryan Nugent Hopkins that you probably saw about 60 times with the Red Deer Rebels. He beats Hellebuck high to the blocker side. Ehlers has it left side in the Oiler end. Gets it to Lowry in front of the net. Perot scores. Perot one-timer. Walking in, Stashney gets to the middle, pass on the right, scores. Stashney made a real nice play over to Ehlers. A shot and a pad save made by Koskin. Set in front of the net to save Koskinen. Rebound, scores right at the side of the goal. Stashney put it upstairs, and Winnipeg's up 4-3. Down the right wing, empty net now as the Oilers putting the press on here. Last two minutes, down by two. McDavid off the right boards to the middle, shoots, scores! Connor McDavid pulled it off the right wing to the middle. 
goes high to the glove side on Hellebuck. Puck comes to the top of the circle, and it is brought out by Coppock at the center. He'll shoot to the empty net, and he'll score. Kopp will get the empty netter and make it 6-4 for Winnipeg. All right, we'll continue down the path of the Oilers now. Audio Vault again for direct work where Oilers head coach Dave Tippett's assessment of last night's 6-4 loss to the Jets. No, it was a tight game. I mean, they, they were pushing pretty hard. I thought our power play really, you know, executed well early. Um, our power play scored. We had two attempts in the first period, but they were both scored very quickly. So it didn't seem like we had a power play, and we we took uh, three penalties again. So it some felt like it felt like that they were they were uh, spending more time in their RN because of the penalty situation. Second period was just there was pace back and forth. Um, like I said, I thought Cass had a couple real good. Cass had a chance, and Neil had an open net, and, and we could have pushed the game to to four three or four two, and we couldn't push the game along. And then when you do that and make a couple mistakes, it goes the other way. Dave Tippett also following the game. Uh, I know a lot of people commented on Twitter. Uh, several of you actually took time to uh, tweet at me directly or a couple of you texted and just said, uh, why didn't the Oilers, after McDavid scored to make it 5-4, why did the Oilers not exercise their option to take a timeout? Here's Dave Tippett. Yeah, we were, but we were, we wanted to get a short shift out of that one group. Dabo and them were were awful tired, and if you take a timeout, then that's 150. So they got to play that whole 150. We were trying to get 30 seconds, so we'd have a timeout, so they'd play play the last last minute and 30, but you'd have a timeout to uh, to take, uh, if, you know, midway through there. So it was right on that point where if you if you take your timeout, then you got to play them for two full minutes, and that's a long time at the end of a game. Caleb Jones, Jajar Kara, Patrick Russell all drew back in the lineup. Dave Tippett had these comments on their performance. Uh, uh, Jones, he was all right. You know, he was he was quick. He moved some pucks all right. Uh, JJ gave us some help on the PK. Uh, Russell, that's exactly what we expected of him. He, he got an assist on just some hard work and grind in the corner, but uh, the line was okay. All right, Connor McDavid said last night following the game, uh, complete effort would help them hold a lead. No, I definitely like where we've been at. I like that, uh, you know, we're, we're in these games. Um, you know, if it's not for a couple of uh, second period, uh, you know, kind of misses in both nights, um, you know, we're up by a couple heading into the third. So um, obviously third period, we got to be better. Got to be able to play with the lead, be comfortable protecting the lead. Um, something that we've obviously struggled with uh, the last two nights. McDavid adds, the Oilers aren't panicking, but... You know, I don't think... I, I really don't think that this has been a pattern, per se. Um, you know, the other night they, they tie the game and then they get a power play and they score. Um, you know, that's the way it goes. Tonight, obviously, is a different story. That You know, that's obviously what happened tonight. Um, so I wouldn't call it a pattern, really, but... Um, you know, we obviously need to find a way to, you know, rebound after, you know, either a chance or a goal against. And um, that's where the next line's got to pick up, uh, you know, where the other line obviously, uh, didn't, you know, left off. And Darnell Nurse had a star cross night last night, was on the first unit power play, uh, ended up with three assists. Went dash three. Uh, he and Bear had a tough one, 5v5. And when that happens, Edmonton's in a world of hurt because right now uh, they're challenged in their bottom two periods to find some consistency. Here's Nurse's takeaway from the loss against the Jets. 
I mean, you can look at it in the sense that, yeah, we did play some good hockey for long stretches of period of, of time in that game, but um, we put ourselves in a really good position there going into the third, and you got to find a way to either get the next one or get momentum going your way, and um, when we gave up uh, the first one, we kind of just let it uh, pile on more and more, so um, yeah, we look, there's, there's good things in our game that we can build off of, but if we put ourselves in that position, we got to be able to find ways to close it up. That's Darnell Nurse. So Edmonton loses uh, six to four uh, and uh, drops the three and five. I mean, you're up three one on the road. You got to find a way. And the second period was critical. Cassie and two breakaways. James Neal missed a wide open net on the first one after, and Halibut battled because he didn't give up a very good first goal against against uh, Drysaddle. Uh, that made it one nothing for Edmonton. Uh, but Halibut came on as the second and third went on. Again, Cassian two breakaways, rebound on the first one, wide open net on the backhand to Neal, and he missed it. Uh, second breakaway, nice stretch from uh, Dry Settle to find Cassian, who I actually thought looked a little bit better further on. I know the point was made to me. Uh, Winnipeg was physical at times uh, with some of the Oilers better players, including Connor McDavid. I mean, Dylan DeMello uh, got a little bit of a shot in then. The kind of, and maybe I'm old school, I don't know, but I was a little bit surprised by that. Bottom line is the Jets elevated in the first 10 minutes of the second period and kicked the snot out of the Oilers. Uh, it was all... Um it was all Winnipeg. Right now, the Oilers last night, if you take a look at their deep pairings, Nurse with Bear, uh, Russell and Barry, and Jones and Larson. That's a small D. And they got run over in stretches. And specifically, the Russell Barry pairing, that tandem is kind of backing in a bit and uh, can't exactly, you know, there, there were some issues at times I thought with Gap. I think we're going to see a change. Um, but I'm going to throw something at you here that's going to give you a little bit of perspective on things. If I had told you at the start of the season that uh, Tyson Berry in eight first eight games would be minus six, Kyle Turris would be minus eight, and some of you don't like five-on-five five numbers, allow me to suggest to you, like in terms of the plus-minus, allow me to suggest to you that the actual uh, advanced analytics correspond with those sort of plus-minuses. So, uh Barry, who I'll be the first to admit, I wanted to see signed here. Uh, I thought that he could come in and do a good job, and and it's still early yet, but he's had his struggles. He'd be the first to tell you he needs to be better. Uh, minus six. Turris. Um, not a lot of pace right now. You can't play the game at your speed. you got to play the game at the speed that we're seeing on the ice. And uh, Turris, there's been some obvious challenges, 5v5. He's another guy that tell, would tell you he's got to get her going here. He's minus eight through the first eight games, and that Mike Smith uh, would get injured. I mean, those were three of the guys that were kind of brought in October 9th and 10th uh, back in free agency. If I told you that... And that the team would go into last night's game with an 11.5% power play, you'd say, well, through eight games, it kind of makes sense that they'd be three and five. So they kind of are what they are right now. And part of it is a couple guys they were counting on have got off to, uh, let's use a very politically correct euphemism, a tepid start. Koskinen, eight straight start. He's played every minute this year for the Oilers. To me, he's starting to look a little tired. And I wouldn't say last night. None of the responsibility goes to him. The team in front of him had a brutal 10-minute stretch to start the third period, and they got schooled. Uh, but, again, he's having to play every minute. That is not a uh, easy challenge. 
In the offseason, one of the narratives that was out there was that the Oilers aren't going to get better until McDavid and Drysaddle get better defensively. Uh, I then mentioned that last season in actual true 5v5 situations, both McDavid and Drysaddle were uh, plus players, and Edmonton got kicked in in the third and fourth lines. I was excited about the Tura signing, thinking there's a guy, he's played pretty well in the first stop, first year of wherever he's been in his career, Ottawa and uh, Nashville, there had been drop-off. And, and to the credit of some of you, you reached out, at least right now, you're appearing like you might be right. Some of you said, stop, or you're a little bit concerned here about what's gone on the last couple of years in Nashville. Kyle Tura's got to find his game. Tyson Berry has got to find his game. Uh, but the numbers, and I thought that Turris would be an upgrade on Sheehan as a third-line center. To date, that has not been the case. And I'm going to, uh, I always credit the source, Wood Guy today, Darcy McLeod, tweeted out some even-strength numbers, 5v5. Again, because the narrative uh, from some people out there was, well, Edmonton's not going to win until McDavid and Drysaddle commit to defense. And my response to that is, the Oilers have to build a better team around uh, McDavid and Drysaddle. Because unfortunately, McDavid and Drysaddle cannot play all 60 minutes of the game. True, uh, even strength situations this year, new, uh, this uh, as per Wood Guy. True, uh, even strength situations, 5v5, 4v4, 3v3. Uh, Connor McDavid, six goals, four, five against at even strength. Dry settle, true, uh, again, uh, even strength situations, 5-1. Uh, that's with them uh, being on the ice. Now, when the two of them are on the ice together, they're, they're outscoring the opposition 2-0. Uh, so I would suggest to you that... You know, the owners are fine with their top two lines. Here's, therein lies the rub. Uh, without 97 or 29 on the ice, the Oilers' goal share is one goal for and 13 against. That is got to be rectified uh, for Edmonton. And I wonder if Dave, you know, I think what we saw last night was a clear indication that the Oilers are going to have to uh, continue to work at improving that bottom six. If it were me... I would uh, play either Cassian or Archibald on the right side with Joachim Nygaard on left wing with Turris. Turris needs speed on his wing right now. He's got some skill. He's got some ability. Uh, he had a tough night in the faceoff. The Jets came out there hunting last night. You know, Lowry, big, strong, third-line center. And the Oilers have got to get in on the forecheck, and they got to have some speed there. So that would be an adjustment I would make. I would also put Slater Cuckoo back in the lineup. Edmonton had too small of a defense last night, spent too much time backing in, giving up gap. Uh, you know, I guess you could keep Jones, Lafleurson, uh, Cuckoo, and Barry. That might mean that Chris Russell comes out. I would not pull Tyson Barry out eight games in the season, nor would I pull out Kyle Turris. You sign those guys to come in here, they got to get it turned around. And the other thing, the last thing Tyson Barry needs, I, I think it might be difficult to pull him out heading into a couple games against the Maple Leafs because that would just add fuel to the fire of uh, the negative energy phantom. He's had a tough start. He needs to be better, and he'd be the first to tell you that. Uh, Troy Grosnick is in town. The owners are going to have to make a move tomorrow. Uh, he's basically... Sort of been in a an active spot, uh, non-roster location. They're going to have to activate him and uh, and then get him worked in. Uh, the Oilers have three games in four days. I would not, if it were me, play uh, Koskinen in all four games. I might actually uh, go with whatever option it is other than Koskinen Saturday night against the Maple Leafs in that second of the two-game series. Okay, 12:24 in Edmonton. Some of you would have seen this last night. Uh, we've had people asking, where's Gene Principe been? Over the course of the uh, last uh, couple of weeks, Brendan, if you could fire it up for me, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we just want to uh, mention uh, 
Gene's been a, a wonderful guy for us to deal with. Uh, for those of you, he's beloved. You know what? There's no question about that. Everybody in Edmonton loves Gene. They get Gene, and uh, Gene lost his father, Francesco, on the uh, weekend. So we'd like to extend our condolences here on behalf of Oilers Now uh, to Gene and his family. We'll be back after this. everybody bob and brendan with you here in oilers now it is uh 12 27 in edmonton and uh, we are going to head off into nhl today which is brought to you daily and it has been so for the last 10 years here on oilers now in 6 30 chad by nhl today for our friends at elite promotional marketing Edmonton-owned and operated. Wishing you and yours all the best here in 2021. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back of the 630 Chad Studios. And here is Brendan Escott. Just two games on tonight's schedule. Vancouver and Ottawa battle it out in game two of that three-game set in Vancouver. Chicago is down in Nashville visiting the Predators. A light news day other than coming late across the wire. Penguins general manager Jim Rutherford uh, abruptly stepping down this morning, uh, citing personal reasons. So Patrick uh, Alvin moves from assistant GM to the top spot there in the interim. The team also inked 32-year-old a veteran blue liner Yannick Weber. It's a one-year, two-way deal worth seven hundred fifty thousand in the NHL. All right, uh, there you have it. Interesting. Uh, won't be quite the same without Jim Rutherford uh, running the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, he's been active, and not everybody's agreed with all the moves that have been made there. But he's been a, a well-known executive, and he's always been very accessible. So we've appreciated uh, that end of things, and uh, we'll see uh, what happens in Pittsburgh carrying forward. We are going to go off to a. Uh, Global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Again, I just uh, want to send a special shout out to a guy that uh, I went to high school with, Mike House, who's uh, heavily involved with the uh, Stollery Children's Hospital. Uh, Mike does a, a great job uh, in his role uh, with the Stollery. Uh, he's a lot better than that uh, at that than he was as a uh, undersized uh, left shot defenseman when he played for the Casey's uh, in Midget Double A circa 1982-83. Just kidding, Mike. Uh, Kevin Robertson up next with a. Global News Weather Traffic Update. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.